Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it's so worth it. If you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red button, and attend a free webinar on the secret to starting your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I'm super excited to bring you today's featured guest, Judith Costa. Judith, welcome to the show. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. And just for anybody listening who may not be familiar with Judith's work, let me give you a little background. Judith Costa is a certified unconditional love coach. She's a seminar leader, a writer, and speaker, and she has a master's in psychology and psychotherapy and an MBA. She works with groups and individuals, both online and in person, to help them overcome their blocks to love and to know themselves better. She uses many different techniques, such as coaching, past life regression therapy, the Akashic Records, astrology, and dream interpretation. Judith's work involves teaching about how to improve self-love and how to manifest the kind of relationship all of us want and deserve. She offers one-day workshops and retreats all around the world. Judith, do us a favor, take a minute and let us know how you got started doing the work that you do and, and give us a little glimpse into your personal life if you don't mind. No, it will be an honor, and thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, my life changed when I discovered the concept of soulmates. I think it was around when I was 32. Uh, you know, life uh, changes you sometimes. If you don't change, life will put you in a, the exact situations where you will have to take responsibility and to take the lead and to, to make some adjustments. And this is what happened uh, in my life. I I started this journey trying to understand what was going on in my life. And the concept of soulmates was just an invitation to discover more about relationships. In that moment, my marriage, uh, I thought it was working, but then I discovered that not the way I, I wanted. The same with my career and other stuff. Then I just start asking myself questions. How can I improve my life? What is going on? Why uh, I'm not flowing? What is what is happening? And uh, the universe sent me to the US in 2010. I came here with the intention to complete uh, part of my credentials that was doing the program of coaching. And I remain here. I, I met my soulmate, I got married and here I am. Uh, if you asked me 20 years ago, uh, are you going to be uh, being, doing seminars and retreats and uh, helping other people to figure out what is uh, self-love or how to find true love? I would say, no, Ken, that's impossible. I mean, <laughs> you are kidding. No, no, that's not for me. That, uh, that's just a hobby. And it, it became not my career. It became my passion. I love what I do. I will do it for free every day, even if I win the lottery. And it has been an amazing uh, path. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. And if anybody's out there listening and you're trying to guess where Judith's from, she's from Spain. 
So that's the yeah. accent that you're hearing. Barcelona. Barcelona. Excellent. So, Judith, I, I want to ask you, because, you know, you, you kind of gave us a picture of that journey that you went on and getting introduced to the idea of a soulmate. And, you know, when we think of partnership, a lot of times it, it's not the easiest road to go down. And I'm wondering, do, do you have some type of a, a guiding principle or a quote or a mantra or something that you use that kind of keeps you on track when you start getting off in the weeds regarding your partnerships? Yeah, what I will say, and it's something that I learned uh, doing research about soulmates, the reason why a soulmate connection is very special, and we try to emulate this in, in any connection that we establish in life, because a soulmate is not only a romantic partner, it can be a sibling, it can be a, a, a partner in your business, or a, a religious, a good friend, then when you are in a in a partnership what it should be there is love to share but we understand love in a conditional way i mean i give you something even in a business partnership no i i put something in the in the business it can be my money or my time and i expect something in return but there is a different kind of partnership and this is why uh, soulmates are so special and I I try to share this philosophy with others because what a soulmate has is a kind of a connection with someone that allows you to take the best of the other person. Then if you're a good leader, if you are a good partner, uh, it's not about what I'm going to get from the other person, it's about what I'm giving also, no? Then love is, is this kind of a flow. I'm, be, I'm giving and I'm receiving, but I'm giving from a place where I'm giving something that I already have. Then a partnership or a relationship, for me, it's the same. It's to share this that you already have with the other person to create something new. I don't know if this makes sense for you, Ken? Absolutely. No, absolutely. I love that. And, you know, what... what really stood out to me, Judith, was when you were saying that it's not conditional. It's not just on what you get from the partner. It's what you can bring to the partnership. And, you know, I, I actually ask my clients that question a lot. I'll say, okay, well, I understand you, you give me an idea of what you're looking for in a relationship. What do you want to bring to the relationship? And it's amazing how many times they've never thought about it. Yeah. And I, I ask the same when I teach the, the workshop, uh, I say sometimes the complaints that you have in a relationship are the things that you don't bring to the table. Then the other person is just mirroring you what is happening within you. And we blame the others and it's very easy, no? Say, no, the other person is the guilty one because I did everything. <laughs> no, I mean, look at everything that is happening in your life. as You are the source of your experiences. And if you're not attracting the right partnerships, uh, see how is your behavior when you establish these kind of relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I know you've mentioned it a couple of times. We were even talking about it before that we got on the air here was you mentioned, you know, the flow. And what I would love to have you do for us, Judith, because one of the things our listeners love about the show is the stories that our guests share from their personal life. And, and I'm wondering, 
what's a time in your life when you got out of the flow? You kind of tripped up in a partnership and just give us an idea of that story. What were you doing? What would you trip on? And then what did you learn that allowed you to move forward from that point? Well, um, I can't share a lot of stories. <laughs> Let me choose. Yeah, just one. <laughs> yes, just one for today. And I think that the most important moment uh, when I realized that things were not working for me was when I abandoned myself in my first marriage. Mm. I didn't know how to love myself and and really the partnership was not working and I don't want to say whose fault was because as I told you, it doesn't matter which percentage of, of each of us was not committed or not working enough or not there. But what I learned is that you cannot abandon yourself in a relationship, that you cannot sacrifice yourself, that you have to be there. Then talking about the flow, to flow in life, you need to be present. Mm -hmm. Then what happened for me is I was too worried looking at the past or too anxious looking at the future, but I didn't like the life that I was living, then I could not be present because I could not accept my reality. It was too painful. Mm. Then asking myself questions, I think I'm very good at coaching myself. Uh, I understood that the most important thing was this, this that we today we call mindfulness. I didn't know what this world was, but I realized that you have to be there for you, that you have to be present, you have to observe your life and try to be your best friend no matter what. And then you can establish relationships and partnerships that has less drama and less need for control because you are not needy about this love or attention that you receive from others because you have it on your own. Mm -hmm then that was like this this moment and it it took me some time to put myself together because there is a moment where if you don't do anything uh, you can have emotional problems or then you can have physical problems and then you're a mess and you have to just be there for you and start not only asking questions asking for help is if, if it's necessary and start making changes step by step. Every baby step counts. And this is what I did. I changed my life. At the end, I got uh, divorced. I changed my career, the way I was living, and now things make more change, more sense. Nice. Excellent. Thank you. Well, Judith, I, I wanna, I wanna ask you something that. I can't normally ask a lot of people because they don't have the background you have. And, and I remember from your, your uh, introduction that you do work with past life regression. And sometimes people don't even know what that means. Can you give us an idea of what that is and how that can impact your, your relationships and your partnerships? Oh, yeah, that's so interesting. And uh, I do a lot of research. Uh, um, a regression is just to go back in a moment in time how can you do that? Because in the unconscious, that is part of your brain, you have the conscious and the unconscious, everything is stored. Then to do a regression is as simple as doing a guided meditation. Uh, I don't use what is called hypnosis, I just use 
a guided meditation that uh, puts you in a state of deep relaxation. I was trained with Brian Wise, and it's the same he does, and he explains in his books. He, he was the head of psychiatry uh, here in Miami, in the Mount Sinai Hospital. And it's very important sometimes to go to your past lives because there are relationships that are not working in this lifetime. People that you instantly hate when you see them, and nothing has happened between you two but the relationship doesn't work. And usually this, when you have an instant reaction of attraction or just you dislike the person, is because you have some unfinished business from past lives. All of us have had these experiences of being introduced to someone or really feel like friends or brothers or just the contrary. I don't know you, but I don't really want to know you. Uh, there is like a wall between the two of you. And I discover amazing things, uh, not only with my partners, my, my husband now, I know that we had lives together, my ex-husband, but also uh, I was explaining you before that today I was talking with another uh, kind of a therapist, a practitioner. We work together and we have decided to do a retreat together. Mm -hmm. And it was very interesting that uh, she's helping me with something and I discovered that we had uh, so many lifetimes together and we had been working together in this field in past lives. We were sisters. Hmm. Then uh, through a past life or even opening the Akashic records, that is another thing that I do, it's like opening the book of your soul with also all the information about you, everything that had happened to you is recorded. Um, it's just a different process, but you can get the same information you can verify things that you just feel, like why I'm having these problems in relationships or why this business partner or this boss or even my, my children, uh, even though parents love their children the same, sometimes they have a different relationship with uh, each of them. Yeah, no, uh, thank you for doing that because I, it's something I've studied as well. And so I, I I know the impact and the power of, of that information that communication can provide. And I, if I'm not mistaken, you're the first guest I've had on the show that has that in their bio, that that's part of their background. And so I wanted to tap into your experience with that. So thank you for sharing that, Judith. No, thank you for asking, Ken. It's, it's very important for me. And, and you see that I do so many different things and all of them bring something to the table. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think one of the things that, that I find most intriguing about that type of exploration is, and you, you touched on this, how it, it can demystify or explain things that we can't rationally get to. Like, why do I not like this person? I, there's no reason I shouldn't like them. Yes. And it's very funny what you can discover. I remember I was doing a TV interview with a mentor of my coaching program. And she confessed that she hates the English accent. And she doesn't have any reason because <laughs> she doesn't have any enemy in the UK. She, she loves the people, but when she just hears someone talking like from Britain, she, she cannot resist this reaction that happens immediately. Then we did uh, uh, an Akashic Records consultation 
and the masters of the Akashic Records that are the ones that control the information that gave uh, the answer. I, I'm, I'm just a translator between the questions of the person and the answers mm -hmm. that the master gave her. Uh, explain her what happened in a past life that was the explanation of her reaction. And since that moment, this problem was healed. Then we don't go just backwards in time or we uh, try to do research to figure out what happened. What we are trying to do is to heal the partnership by going backwards to this moment in time when certain events happen, you are not only able to understand, you are able to let go, to release this energy that keeps you stuck in that moment in time with that person or with that situation or with that race or whatever it is. We are all different and have had different issues. And it's very common that things that are affecting us in this lifetime come from other lifetimes. I know that a lot of our listeners maybe don't believe in this. I'm not trying to convince anyone, not mm -hmm. at all. But keep your mind open because even if you don't believe in past lives, it will help you to heal. You don't need to believe in reincarnation. You just have to go through the process and see what happens. Yeah, no, thank you for making that clarification because you're right. Everybody doesn't have a background of that or have a belief that that, that even exists. But that doesn't stop them from having the opportunity to utilize it to, to heal. And, you know, it was interesting because you said, you know, you're just kind of the interpreter from like the Akashic Master and, and the questions that are being asked by your, your client or whoever you're working with. And I just look back at your bio because I remember I had a, a very dear friend of mine who did astrology and I noticed you do as well. And um, she told me one day, I said, I don't, I don't really understand astrology. I mean, I, I get it in general, but I don't, I've never really, you know, tapped into it. And she goes, well, it's, it's not really anything like, I don't have like this special, like gift or whatever. She goes, it's kind of like another language. Yeah. And she goes, so like you might speak French, I speak stars. It's exactly the way it is. I mean, it's a, it's a knowledge that you can learn. It requires a lot of study because like any other language, you have to speak it and, and you mm -hmm. have to practice it. And sometimes when I stop doing readings, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm losing. Like the same it happens when you don't speak French for a long time. <laughs> and in terms of partnership, that is what our conversation today mm -hmm. is, it's very interesting that astrology gave us a very good tool that is called synastry. It's the comparison of two birth charts of someone. And it can be done not only for romantic uh, purposes, like, oh, okay, uh, you and me, are, are we compatible? Should we get married? No, it's more important than that. It, it can be done between business partners, with their children and parents between your therapies and you. And what it's going to give you is an overview of the kind of relationship that you create together. Then some people bring you luck or help you to figure out things that you, on your own, you are not going to get there. Uh, soulmates have a special kind of partnerships and you can see it through the synastry. There are combinations between planets where you can verify for sure in terms of astrology 
that you have been together in the past and you are soulmates or you are not soulmates. Mm. But in any kind of partnerships, when you do this kind of analysis, you will learn a lot, not only about yourself, also about the interaction between you and this person. And it will help you to improve the relationship because understanding uh, where the other person comes from will give you security and also uh, more compassion and a higher level of understanding about the reasons why the other person acts the way it does. Yes, and, and I'm so glad you mentioned that, you know, what it does is it allows you to be able to appreciate basically where they're coming from, right? What, what's, what's the genesis of what's going on in their life, why they react in certain ways and so on. And to me, that's so valuable because without that awareness, without that understanding of the other person, it's really easy to take their behaviors personally. Yeah, you have to train yourself. I love this book of the uh, Miguel Ruiz, uh, The Four Agreements. Yes. One agreement is don't take anything personally. Mm -hmm. And it's quite complicated sometimes, but study, studying astrology helps you to realize that there is not 12 uh, kinds of people or ways <laughs> going through life. There are a lot of ways and everyone is unique. But as you said, having the information makes it easy. And I think that a high level of self-love also helps you not to take things personal. Mm -hmm. And as I was saying, when you have your own self-love that supports you, the partnerships that you establish are different. You attract first different kind of people into your life. And second, the people that you attract, even if you have this kind of a karmic relationship or unfinished business with them, you can solve it easily because you know what what is the best way to proceed in the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let me kind of change our, our direction here for a second. Well, what I'd love to have you do is share with us a story, Judith, of what I call a proud moment in partnership. So it could be anything. It could be romantic or family or career. But what's a time when you think back of a partnership moment and you're like, man, I'm so proud of that? I think, and maybe this is surprising, I think that... Um, it was when I was working with my mother, uh, my career in the past, uh, my mother and I, we had uh, a studio of interior design together. Uh, she's a great professional and I learned a lot from her, even though of course it affects uh, not only professionally, uh, your relationship personally. And I think that there was a moment where I could put my ego aside and just saw how valuable was everything that I was receiving. And even though we are so different and we don't even think the same and we are a little bit apart in terms of how to run the business and she doesn't like technology and I'm, I'm younger and all these things. But even though the difference were there, she really taught me how to run a business. And I think that now I can run my own business 
in a professional way because I learned so much in the moment I wasn't aware and maybe I was complaining about the way uh, things were working. But uh, I'm very proud of the time we spent together and how the things work out. I love that. You know, what, what I really find so valuable from what you just said there, Judith, is, you know, oftentimes we think, oh, for a partnership to, to have value, we've got to be, you know, in perfect harmony all the time. It's got to be an exact match where, like you're saying, there were a lot of things that were totally not a match. <laughs> She's not into technology. You're into it. She had different ideas about how to run the business, so on and so forth. But that didn't take away from the value in that partnership. Yeah. In some That's... ways, it probably added to the value of that partnership. Yeah, because I still hear uh, her voice sometimes when I'm doing some things. And uh, <laughs> like, uh, for example, in the way we were preparing things, she, she wanted to be ready ahead of time. And I'm more a person that works well under pressure. Mm -hmm. Then I don't want to be late, but I can, I can do it last minute. Then this creates tension. And now uh, it happens, for example, with my husband. He's always late, and I don't like to be late. <laughs> and now I feel what what she was feeling at that moment, no? And it's very it's very easy uh, just to say this is the way I like to do things in the partnership. But you have to understand the other person, because if not, you are you are creating an unnecessary pain. And I think that there is a middle point when you read these kind of books like the five languages of love, you understand that we speak the same language. Maybe we're talking in English, but we are wired differently. Yes. Very, very important. Yeah, thank you. Well, Judith, we, we've gotten that part of the show I call Bring It All Home portion, and this is where we step away from stories, and I'm going to ask you to share with our listeners some, some simple concrete guidance that they can you know, apply directly into their lives right now. And where I'd like to start is I'm wondering what would you say is the best partnership or relationship advice that you've ever received? I think that in order of to have a good relationship, mm -hmm. what you have to do is, we were talking about this before, is to bring to the table everything you have. Mm -hmm. You have to have this 100% of energy engage, all your attention and passion and energy. And I always remember uh, there was an interview between a 90-year-old uh, guy and, and the wife that was a little bit younger. And they, the interviewer was asking them, uh, how is it possible that you have a span like 70 or 75 years of your life together mm -hmm. because they, they married very young and the guy answered every day when i get up my first thought is how i'm gonna make my wife happier today then mm -hmm. i think that this says a lot about the kind of partnership they have because he is not even thinking on himself, his day, his, his, uh, the things that he has to do. He's putting all the energy in the partnership, in the other person. And I'm sure that she does kind of the same. 
then I will say that uh, our relationships and partnerships will work better if we have the same energy that we had at the beginning mm. during the partnership. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I think one of the things that, that people are like, oh, that that that's hard to do because you know you learn more about them, so on and so forth. But I think the reality is if we're honest from the beginning of what we need in that relationship, what we're bringing to it, what we're looking for, what what the partnership really looks like, then obviously that's e easier to maintain. It's, it's when we start the partnership kind of, what's the word I want to look for? Almost like not really being honest about what you're in there for. Yeah. Right? We're kind of playing this game because we want to get it started and then we'll eventually reveal the truth but that doesn't work because now you're invested. Now you're even more nervous that what if I say these things and they don't like them because I'm, I'm really into this person now and it gets even trickier. So the sooner we can bring what's important for us, what do we need to be our best self in that relationship and then find out, is this person willing to support you in being your best self and you likewise doing the same for them? That's true partnership. Yeah, you're totally right. And uh, I think what you say is so, so important because the only thing that you have to do to make a partnership work is to be authentically you. Yeah. And we sometimes we do just the contrary. People have this persona, this mask, this role that they, uh, they use to go through life, but they don't really want to show who they are because they, they don't accept themselves first. And second, they are afraid of being rejected and the rejection doesn't exist really, because if you are with the wrong person, it's better that you find out as soon as possible, because there is a cost of opportunity of doing that, that is you are missing time to be with the right person for you. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And you know, it's funny, because I, I know quite a few of the things we've talked about of you know self-love and, and uh, you know being present and, and all these different things we've been talking about, a lot of people listening might be going, oh, those are such cliches. And the no. funny thing about the word cliche is it means something that is so commonly said. Well, the reason it's commonly said is because it's true. <laughs> That's why it keeps being yeah, said. No, and it's because it's a cliche because you're not applying it, it into your life. If you live the way you think uh, or you are in alignment between what you think, what you say and... and your actions, mm -hmm. then there is no problem. But the problem is that we are totally out of balance. I mean, yeah. we think one, say, one thing, but we don't say it, and we act in a different way. Then we complain that we have problems and our partnerships doesn't work. Yeah. Then maybe if you look at yourself, uh, you will find out that there is something wrong, not with you. You are, you are perfect, and you are perfect the way you are. But maybe you can make some adjustments in the way you go through life that will allow you to get exactly what you want from life and to and to be present and to flow and to love yourself no matter what yeah yep indeed indeed thank you so judith would you do us a favor and, and give me a recommendation what's what's a book or a resource that you feel could be most helpful to our listeners and why that particular one well, here I have a problem because I love books. <laughs> <laughs> then I have a long list, but uh, there is a book that I think that it's very, very, very important for everywhere. It's very easy to read, 
uh, big letters, not long. And a lot of people may may say that oh, a lot of things that he says it's like common sense, as you were saying, cliches. Mm-hmm. It's the mastery of love from Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm. And I think that if you understand the message that is there, your partnerships uh, will change 360 degrees. Maybe everything he says, it, it should be normal or common sense, but it's not. Unfortunately, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a beautiful book. Amazing book. Thank you for bringing that up. Well, I got to tell you, Judith, I can tell there's a lot more than we're able to tap into today. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to make sure that our listeners know how they can contact you, how they can learn more about what you do. Would you share that with our listeners? Oh, yes, sure. Um, my website is uh, full of information. There you can see listed all the private sessions and workshops and retreats. And there is a calendar of events, of the lectures that I offer. Whatever you need to find out, it's there. There is always uh, a way to connect with me there. There's a contact form where you can find my email. That is judithmcosta at hotmail.com. And the website is www.judithmcosta.com. If you have any question, uh, just send me an email. I will be happy to help you with whatever uh, issue or question you have. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's very generous. And, and any of you listening, maybe didn't get all that written down, don't worry. It will be on the show page. So you just go to speakingofpartnership.com, type in Judith, and it'll go straight to her interview page, and you'll see the links right there. So it's really easy for you to get a hold of her when you're ready. Well, Judith... Thank you for sharing your stories and your insights and your your, your knowledge and background on, on the past lives and the Kashik records and the application of that into our relationships. I, I've learned so much today. This has been really, really great. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Ken. It has been so nice speaking with you, and I hope uh, our listeners will enjoy the interview as much as we did. I'm sure they will. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.